Welcome to Business Talk Sister Guck. I'm Becca. And today the topic of our episode is navigating business partnerships, when to team up. And with us, I have Devo and Lisa, and I am super excited to talk with them today because they have been entrepreneurs in their own right. And they also have had a a variety of different experiences before then deciding to come together and work on a different business. And thank you so much for being with me today. We're so excited to be here. and We've enjoyed our our brief interview before the season started. So I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah. And my first question I have for you guys is what do you do? And maybe you can kind of break it down into sections, like what you do separately or what you do together. But I would love to hear all about this. So we, we each started out with businesses that we had already established. We were both photographers and we still are both photographers and content creators. We're actually situated four hours apart from each other. And we've been doing photography for quite some time. We actually met four years ago. Almost five. Almost five. Uh, on Instagram. Proof oh, of wow. social media works. And we just started connecting and collaborating through there. You know, uh, collaboration is, is everything for businesses. We just ask each other questions. And from there, we started to see a niche. We have a lot of people asking us about certain things and we'd be teaching and doing discussions and in classes and all of that. So that kind of transpired into our business, which is Sprout Connectors. Do you want to talk about what we do actually in Sprout? Yeah, but before we do that, you introduced me as a Devo. So are there more than one of me coming on the show? I'm sorry, did I say or, that? Yeah, I think so it was a, uh, as in I was thinking. <laughs> a Diva. I think that's where she was going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys are reading yes. my mind. <laughs> I think part of it was the fact that when I introduced you, I looked back at my video screen and you were not there. <laughs> was, was like, there's some dogs barking over? in the green room, so. Where's <laughs> he gone? So when we first started this, uh, Sprout Connectors. Yes, we got together. Yeah, at the crux of what we do, well, the, the, the version of Sprout has sort of morphed and evolved in the last year and a half. We originally thought that we were just going to help people manage their social media because most people don't really know what they're doing on social media. So that's where we started. But what we quickly realized was a lot of the reasons people fail at social media was that they don't clearly understand their value proposition, the purpose of their business, mm-hmm. in order, especially small business and entrepreneurs. And so what they're doing is they're just sort of throwing darts at the social media board, if you will but there was a direct correlation between that and how they ran their business. So we quickly realized that the best way to help people was to to sort of reverse engineer that whole paradigm and start from the beginning and help them better understand their business and the value proposition that that, that they bring to the table and what distinguishes them from anyone else in the market and what problem are they solving and understanding all those things quickly led to being able to fulfill what their social media stood for because it's just sort of a direct extension. So at the crux of what we do, that was long, really trying to sound really smart for you, but at the crux of what we do is we, we help people realize their business purpose uh, through, our, through a very thoughtful and provoking discovery process. And then, so it's a branding and marketing discovery. In fact, I was just doing one today and as I walked away, she was blown away like how many things she had never thought about with some of the questions that we were asking. So then we take all of that and then we help promote their business through traditional channels of marketing, 
but also social media and content. I think a lot of that happened because <laughs> when you are a small business and entrepreneur, you end up being in the weeds a lot and it's hard for you to actually see past the daily grind of, of things that you're doing and, and people that you're helping and products that you're producing and all of that. So to have an outside set of eyes, even for us, you know, we have a business coach too, that executive coach that helps us to kind of reach our goals. And it's kind of going in as well with that same sort of ideology to, you know, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. And we've done a lot of different things in getting to where we are in the last couple of years in our business too. We've talked about quality and quantity. And by trying different things out and seeing what fits for us, it's really kind of helped us to know where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one of the big questions, I guess, that kind of came into the why you do it in the story that you're telling, um, when you both decided to uh, work together, why did you choose to do that under an established business instead of deciding to work side by side in the businesses that you already have? Well, mainly because Lisa wasn't comfortable with sharing her business line with me because she basically dominates the Eastern Seaboard. And so, no, I'm just joking. I think really um, both of us had a staff plan for that. Both of us had very established brands in our respective markets. And so, okay. um, and, and at that time, <clears throat> at the time of Sprout, we were sort of known for just traditional photography. Mm -hmm. and, and Sprout came about sort of by, well, I don't believe anything by accident, but metaphorically speaking, accident, because we were getting asked to do workshops and train and do a lot of education to other photographers. And what we quickly realized through that process is that there was just a huge gap for, for filling that void of content, ideation, purposeful branding, marketing, social media, all wrapped up into one. And that's not what either of our brands were. So we didn't want to have brand confusion by saying, hey, Fusion does this now and Lisa does that. So we started a third brand, which is kind of an entity all to itself and Sprout and Fusion both feed in. Does that make sense? Can I just add to that too? I think, <clears throat> I think we both had established our businesses and there's, there's a lot that went into that, into setting up a business and getting it off the ground and running really fast. So I, I did that within the last four years as well. And I think through trial and error of things that we've done within our business, we, we weren't sure where Sprout was going to go but we wanted to set it up correctly from the beginning to set it up as a separate entity, not to have it kooji with bits and pieces. And you know, mm -hmm. what, what part is your business? What part is it my business and all of that? So we tried to set it up with, with the potential of all the other things that could come under this umbrella of Sprout. Mm -hmm. Well, and Becky, in and of itself, it's an independent business line. So it, there's some things that it, that it does that crosses into the fusion world. And there's some things that it does that crosses into the Lisa staff world, but in of itself it's it's its own vessel we just at the end of the day we just didn't want to have brand confusion yeah okay i think as well another strategy for what we've done as well that you have your own business following i have my own business following and it does elevate who sprout is because we're coming in as, as well as two separate um content creators that have already established a following as well so it kind of elevates that already but. Okay. Yeah. So, and you mentioned that you guys live four hours away from one another. So that's a really long drive. <laughs> and I was shocked that you made that drive today for me. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so how do you stay organized in uh, communication with one another as you're so far apart and uh, gaining clients and all that kind of stuff? We um, have a constant stream of conversation, don't we? We're always, we're, I feel like 
everyone is either always on Zoom or FaceTime right now. And we have a, a really good, we have a small team, but a crack team um, that we, we've developed that. You call them crack? No, that have a really good understanding of what, what our dream is for this business and what they do, they do really, really well. So we're, we're really grateful for that. Well, also, it should be noted that four hours is really not that far of a distance, but I, I, it also enables us to have a further reach for our business line mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. because we have an Eastern seaboard and then we have a, you know, sort of a Southeastern market where, and we have clients that fall on both sides and everything in between. So it's, it's purposeful to a certain extent because it's allowed us to have a larger reach and expose ourselves to different types of audiences using both the Lisa and the Fusion brand that's already established in those markets. But um, I drive down there every other week, so I'm in Hilton Head with Lisa every other week, so we see each other a lot. He's trying to take over my territory down there. If the <laughs> hostile takeover is, is impending. <laughs> this coming from the Charlotte drive that you just broke on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I recommend that you do this. Okay, so I have a question about um, in this process, as you guys have grown together and and learned a lot about each other's personality, how do you um, recognize what is, okay, we're, we're getting overworked and we need to um, address this issue? Like, how do you go about addressing conflict and recognizing when there's something going on? I think Devo's quickly learned that I'm always right. And that's the best way to handle it. But other than that, we love. I love how you're nodding. You're like, yep, (laughs) yeah, that's so true. (laughs) We we love for who we do, like rock paper scissors for who's right, right? No, no. We have we have a we have a we have a trusting and respectful relationship because we both realize that we both bring value to the table, Mm -hmm. and so in the end of the day, there's never really a right or a wrong. It's who can present the most compelling argument that brings the most value to our business, and so because we both respect each other, we're able to have cogent and, and clear conversations around it. Not to say that you don't disagree. There's many times when Lisa's clearly wrong and I just have to walk away from her. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, and then I don't get pizza that night. Great. Yeah, it's like anything else. I think just have open lines of communication, whether it's in relationship or it's in partnership and business, just be, be honest with each other, have some standards of integrity around it and, and I think there's constant conversation though. And yeah. we, we discuss all the time, like where we're at, where we want to be and what, how we separate certain tasks as well. There's clearly things that, that Devo is, is way better at than I am. And it's more efficient for you to do that. And there's other things that I enjoy doing more as well. So we kind of try to do a trade off on that or find a team member that is even more efficient at doing it than we are. Mm-hmm. So, and I think we love what we do. We really do love what we do and we work a lot of hours but at, sometimes you need to you need that space it might not be flying off to Tahiti for a week at a time or something but sometimes you just need that space to walk away and reset we have a morning routine that we do as well and we're pretty stringent about how we start our day off so that we start with the right mindset and the right um, aptitude for for the, the busy day that's ahead of us okay and do you guys do that together or separately this routine when we're together, we do it together. When we're separate, sometimes we, we start in the morning. You read a lot, read a lot, but we also do yoga, mindfulness in the morning, and we'll do it over Zoom as well, which is actually really quite hilarious to watch. 
I can imagine. <laughs> so when you guys are looking at new opportunities, you kind of mentioned that um, whatever what your roles kind of change based on what it is, based on your interests. Are there other ways that you evaluate how to take on new business? Um, okay, so you're going to get a lot more heady than I am with this. But honestly, again, we spend so much time with our clients. <laughs> It's really important that we're a good fit and they're a good fit with us, that we really believe in what we do, that we really enjoy working with them, that we feel that they have integrity and value and all of that. So that for me is number one. I think I initially asked to see their bank account. I just wanted to know how many loans. You know, Lisa's absolutely right on. I, you know, one of the one of the things that when I first started out my professional working life, if you will, is as I compromised my integrity around what mattered to me. And I took a job because it was a bigger paycheck. And I started doing something working in the corporate world that I had no interest or passion. And I did it for, you know, 10, 15 years almost while I was simultaneously doing what I love to do most. And so I think we take that, we've learned so many lessons and through our own experiences of, of our own businesses, our own separate businesses, our corporate life, our prior marriages, et cetera that we're not willing to compromise our sanity or our happiness for, for the value of just a paycheck any longer. We're, we, it, everything we do is a collaboration, whether it's your, your, your relationship, you know, from a romantic perspective or your business partner or your partners that you go to work together. That, that they're not, we're doing work for our clients, yes, and, and they pay us to do that. But simultaneously, we're adding value to them. So that relationship should be a very reciprocal and balanced relationship in terms of respect and dignity and the value that both of us get, give to each other and get from each other. And so I think we've done a really good job of learning our, our past lessons, if you will. And we take that into everyone we work with now. And, and first and foremost, will it be a good collaboration? Mm -hmm. Because... Mm -hmm. You know, no matter how much money they pay you, if at the end of the day you're cursing them under your breath and wish nothing but ill will to them, that's never going to translate into a successful uh, partnership, right? So we, it's sort of like a get to know each other process. Yeah. And the right partnerships, they learn from us and we learn from them and it elevates us all. Um, I think depending on what your business is, most of us entrepreneurs, we put our heart and soul into our business. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not like at five o'clock you just shut out so it's because you take things probably a little more personally than than if you would have like mm -hmm. if you're working in a bank or something and you're punching out it's really really important to have your mindset to that positive aspect otherwise it just it, it, it's too dramatic yeah and and that, that we've had, even in this business with Sprout, we've had some clients, I don't know how to say this, it's probably I shouldn't, but I won't name names. We've had some clients where we just, it, wasn't good it was just wasn't a good fit. And, and we recognized that pretty early on. And, you know, it, so we sort of just came to an agreement that this is not the best situation mm -hmm. for both of us mm -hmm. to be in. I can't pour my heart and soul or take a bullet from you if, you know, I can't get dignity and respect back. It's like social media, you don't need to take a bullet. But, but yeah. we all want to thrive in what we do, <laughs> don't we? We all want to thrive and we want our clients to thrive too. So that's really important. Well, yeah. well, I believe in what you're doing. So let's, if you're my client and you're paying me to be part of your team, which is in essence what we become, we become a partner for you. you know, I believe in, in the Kool-Aid that you're giving me to drink. And I, I'm going to be a proponent of that. And I'm mm -hmm. going to, I want to go to source for you because 
you matter to me. Your success is my success and vice versa. So it's really important that you have that conversation and that trust with whomever you're working with or working for, et cetera. And as well, too, like Becca, right before we got on the call, you were already saying, hey, I know someone that I can connect you with. You know, when you're in a good space, you end up being connected. You connect our clients with all sorts of people, too. People that, you know, hey, I know someone that would fit with you and whatever. It just elevates everyone. Okay, yeah. And so I feel like from that summary, what I'm taking away is um, you have to go through some uh, major uh, failures or hardships first before knowing how to be prudent in choosing your future partnerships. Is that how I can summarize part of what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, that's basically a metaphor for life, isn't it? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, so how would you say, um, is this business that you have as a partnership different than other types of industries? And what are the advantages you saw in saying we're a good fit to work together? I, I don't know that it's a specific industry, truthfully speaking. Um, Content is content, social media is social media. It's, it's about the objective and the approach and the philosophies that you, that you take to achieve that end, right? So, you know, we work with yogis, we work with uh, business coaches, we work with motivational speakers, we're working with a, 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 a optometrist. So we have a variety of different industries, but at the crux of it, there are people who are passionate about what they do. They're following their dreams. They wanted to launch a business. They wanted to, to provide some sort of value to the ethos of the universe. And they're going about doing that. And our job is to help them fulfill that personal moral obligation that they've established with themselves in the universe. And so whether you're a plumber or you're a yogi coach or you're a cat trainer, at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all trying to make a difference in some way, shape, or form. And hopefully we all have some sort of integrity around how we do that. And those are the type of people we're looking to mm. Okay. Are you talking about us partnering or with one? Well, she said industry, so I thought okay. she meant industry. Did I, did I answer the wrong question? Um, you, can, you could answer it both ways, actually. Uh, so, And in terms of partnering together uh, as well, what do you think was the advantage of you guys doing this in one business versus on your own? I think we have more to offer when we're together. We have different talents, um, and it's so much more fun being in it with you. You know, my business, I've been doing it alone for a while and I'm fine being independent and I'm fine being introverted and doing my own thing and sitting in my own office, but it's, it's really nice collaborating with people. And I think that just, again, it elevates you and it, it increases your potential reach. Yeah, I, I, I second that. Okay. I think, I think that we both have unique ways of doing things, but, but, but in almost every, literally almost every sense, they complement each other. Okay, so what advice um, would you have for other entrepreneurs who are considering a partnership uh, business? What, what have you learned and say, absolutely do this? I, I, think, I think, first of all, you need to remember, you know, whether you're colleagues to start out with, besties, uh, a mom and pop team, whatever, you have to remember it's a business and you need to set it up appropriately from the get-go as a business and treat it that way. I don't disagree with that. I would say that take your time. You don't need to race into anything. There, there should probably be some sort of vetting process. Lisa and I knew each other and worked together independently for three years? Probably. Three plus years before we realized what we wanted to, what we ultimately wanted to do together. Okay. And, and, that's, and that's not to say that you have to spend three years doing it, but don't just jump, you know, just don't jump head wholeheartedly into something that you haven't done some sort of diligence and betting around 
And I think we've talked about as well, the, the importance of, you know, people just want to jump in and start right away. There's nothing wrong with just kind of dipping your foot in the water, keeping whatever you're, you're already doing and starting it out as a side hustle and then seeing the potential that it has before you, you give it all the wings and it takes off in flight. Unless somebody comes along with a boatload of cash and will yes. you and, and then sell out. So they just sell, out. sell out. Negate everything that we just said. We're just talking out of the way. No, we're just, no, I'm just no. joking. So first it's only choose things that you're ethical and just yeah. don't ever compromise your morals for money. Yeah. And now it's, unless someone wants to buy everything, then just get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> we all want that private island in a yacht. No, we, we just, I, I, well, I think that is at the end of the day, I guess, what's your exit strategy? What's your purpose of being in business? Are you here to continually mm -hmm. run this business forever and forever? Or do you want to move on to something bigger and better? So, you know, that is part of it. Should in some way, should perform the financial piece that does factor into it. What value do you, mm -hmm. what value, Becca, does your sister bring to the table as your podcast co-host or whatever other next opportunity you need to, you both need to have reciprocal value that complements each other, makes each other better, et cetera. Otherwise you just have somebody doing all the work and the other one's just a dead weight or any yeah, other. And that's gonna start a lot of contention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and yeah. So why don't you tell our listeners how you can be found on the internet? Well, you can find us on the World Wide Web. That's a new thing. I didn't think that thing was gonna last. <laughs> At Sprout Connectors, that's plural with an S, dot com. And at Sprout Connectors on Instagram is the best way to find us. Same handle on LinkedIn. And okay. if you wanted to speak to us independently, you can just go straight to me and find us at Fusion <laughs> Photography. Or on Instagram, Fusion Photog, and me, Lisa Staff Photo. Okay. And I'll have to link to those in the yeah, blog post as well. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right, well, we're going to transition now into our sister grok portion. But first, I wanted to thank you guys for sharing your um, wisdom with, with me because I feel like there's a lot of things that most people don't think about as they're evaluating getting into a business relationship and whether that's a personality fit or um, whether or not you can really, you see how the other person brings value. So thank you so much for um, that advice. We really, I really appreciate it. Um, and so I think today we're going to talk about pizza was one of the topics. There were so many things we were talking about beforehand. So, <laughs> um, and if, if you guys are okay, I'm going to share a story with you about an embarrassing pizza moment. If you're good with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, I have been really into, um, which we had discussed trying to perfect a Chicago style deep dish pizza and, I, um, this journey for me started because we went to a, um, like a food, um, thing where they just give you like copious amounts of leftovers when some like business doesn't sell at all or whatever. And it was super cheap. So we got all this food. And one of the things that they gave us was two five pound bags of mozzarella. And I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do with all of this cheese? And I tried to run through all the different things. I'm like, well, deep dish pizza has a lot of mozzarella in it. I should do that. I should make this pizza. So I went through like lots of YouTube videos on different like professionals making it and talking about what you should do and all this stuff. So I, I did all this research. We finally were like, all right, I think we're ready. And we're going to use like a spring form pan. So it pops out nicely afterwards and all this stuff. So we baked it. And when I pulled it out and we cut it open, 
the cheese ended up being a different kind of mozzarella that wasn't melting. And it ended up being more like a ricotta and it was almost like a lasagna. And it was one of the most depressing things. And we were all looking so forward to it, just serving it. And everyone's like, yeah, this is, this is not pizza. <laughs> it dominoes on the line. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I was so embarrassed. I was like, this is, this is probably one of my bigger cooking fails I've had in a long time. <laughs> We've all, we've all had those, trust me. I've, I've had some scenarios where I have people over and it's like, okay, dinner's not ready. Let's make a <laughs> oh, that fear every time you have like Thanksgiving dinner and that you've actually cooked the turkey right, you don't poison everyone. We did have an office story where someone did like what we ate and before we'd even sat down at the dinner table to join them for our, our meal, all of the food had already been eaten. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, wow. Thanks for waiting. <laughs> I'm good. Didn't want to eat. Can I get you another drink? <laughs> did somebody like, did somebody come through like one of your family members or something or how did that happen? No, it was a, it was a dinner guest. We're not mentioning any names, but etiquette one-on-one. Oh, <laughs> that is really awkward. <laughs> Well, that's hilarious. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I have really appreciated your time. And if you enjoyed this episode, uh, you should check them out at Sprout Connectors, as well as give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see you next week.